Jake. Sir. It's that time. It's, it's the most glorious time of the year. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes and no. You know, I, I, I do have a, a bone to pick. I mean, and, and, and it's not like there's a governing body that's really to blame necessarily. I mean, the NCAA is pretty useless, right? It's a whole other issue, yeah. but like we got 113 games to bet on. That's 113 D one versus D one games. We're not even talking about D two, D three. And there's exactly one of them that starts before like dinner time. And yeah. I don't quite understand why we don't have more. I mean, it's, it's like, there's just a whole lot happening at night and it's just going to be like, I don't even know what's going to be. It's, it's just like stuff's going to be happening. We're going to have money on like so many games. It's going to be wild. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been maddening. Cause I don't know. I remember, I don't know when it stopped, but they used to do that 26 hours or 28 hours mm-hmm. straight of mm-hmm. basketball. And yeah. that was the best way to open. That was good stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. And the NCAA said, Ooh, that's good. Let's ruin it. And yeah. Stop doing it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got six games to talk about. Uh, three of them here on the free show, three more on the uh, extended cut. And if you want to get access to all that, Dub Club is the place to be. That sign up links in the show description costs under $1 per day. We've got 24A grade picks right now. We will have more in the morning of 113 games. My hunches will probably have around 40. Total A grade plays, the A grade plays just are always where the money's at. Uh, early season college basketball is usually very good to us, and so y- y- you're gonna want to sign up and get access to all of those A grade plays. We're gonna give you three on show, we're being nice, we're being generous. We're gonna give you three of the A grade plays. You got 21 or more plus again, plus whatever more. Comment again if you're with us on Dub Club, you'll have access to all of that. Uh, and, and all sorts of information, all sorts of goodies. Um, otherwise, oh, Jake, do you have anything else to say before we dive into it? No, I'm just so excited to get started. Well, we're starting off with the with a banger here, Eastern Michigan and Butler. Yeah. Um, I feel like you chose this game because it's in your backyard. Like, are you going to this game, or are you just going to be sitting in your couch watching all the games? Or are you like, because, I mean, you could you could drive down, and you, you don't live that far from Butler, maybe uh, about a half an hour? Uh, less than that. Uh, I can. I would love to go, but then I would miss out on. Miss it's, it's like it's the same conundrum we have with the opening rounds, right? Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to go and be yeah. there for the first game, but then you're but you miss all, all the you miss ones. you miss seventy five percent of the games. Yeah, um, Butler should be very okay this year. Eastern Michigan will be. I don't really know what to say about this other than you know we start off every season. Um, I know nothing about college basketball. I just do the math and early on, it always works really well for us because we just rely on math. We have an edge over the books. And so that's like my whole spiel for every pick for the next month. It's just, I did math and and the math tells us this and on average it works, right? Um, Just disclaimers, of course, right? You know, if you're listening to this, you've heard me say this, but you know, we're talking about average games. We don't know what's going to happen in one game. We're not trying to predict exactly. Butler might win this game by 35, right? We don't know a lot. There's a lot of variance, especially early in the season. But here's the thing is the, the books and us are on the same page with that variance. And that extra variance is where we can kind of find some edges. There are a lot of situations we agree with the books. So we just say, let's not play it. This is one of the ones where we have a different opinion on it. We think it's going to be a lot closer 
then the books think we're going to take the 16 points with Eastern Michigan. That's an A grade pick. Uh, I don't know. That's just a lot of points for an early season game. I guess I don't know what else to say about it, Jake. Maybe you're my college basketball guy, so I'm cutting on you to carry the shows here early on. Like I think it's a lot of points for a Butler team that no one knows what to make of yet. They they went. I think they have the most roster changes of all schools mm. in D1 basketball. They, they've they lost pretty much everybody and repaired them with all all new players. I mean, they brought in Posh Alexander, who I loved at St. John's. I think he's a great point guard. And you got Pierre Brooks from Michigan State and DJ Davis from UC uh, from UC Davis that are very good kids. They've got some other guys coming in. Thad Mott is a great coach. I just don't think they're going to gel quick enough yet. I mean, Posh Alexander is used to the 40 minutes of hell that Anthony Anderson ran at St. John's. Thad Mott is not that style. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. he's not Tony Bennett of Virginia slow, but he's not, not that kind of fast. Uh, so it's going to be a big adjustment here. I'm not sure Butler's got, got it all, uh, plus the shooting and everything you're going to need to beat a team. Because you at to finish this one up at 17 or more, you're going to need to be up 20, 25, like late, later in that game. Cause they're, they're going to be pulling people out with the first home game, letting the walk-ons play in front of mom and dad and all that. Cause they should win this because Eastern Michigan was a bad team and they had a former number one overall recruit who's in the NBA now. Yeah. Now they don't even have him. So they're still going to be really bad. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I just think there's too many, ways at the end of this game that it gets backdoored and Butler was up 20 and then wins by 15, 14, something like that. And it's an Eastern Michigan kind of game. It's why I hate laying points because the, the this is exact scenario that you laid out. Uh, I'm wondering if there's a little bit of value on this pick simply because of kind of what you mentioned that people are like, eh, Eastern Michigan was bad last year. They lost their best player. They're going to be terrible. And it's like, I don't know, maybe, but like Butler wasn't very good last year either. And like, there's a lot of turnover. Um, I've got a player-based model. It puts all the players in there on the right schools. Um, you know, and so we we have that information of the new guys on Butler. We don't really know that chemistry piece. That's going to be obviously a big a big question early on. Um, and, and like I said, there's a lot of variance here. Butler might win huge. Eastern Michigan may hang in there, but they're going to have to win by eight. Like should be up a lot to feel comfortable. That doesn't mean they can't get a front door cover at the end. Weird things happen, of course, uh, in sports. But I think that the, the key thing that I want to wrap up here on that you mentioned is that the, uh, the, the pace of Butler isn't going to be fast at all. I mean, you're, we're projecting them kind of in the mid 200s pace wise. So pretty slow. They're not really going to be getting those extra possessions. That could also give us a little bit of a boost uh, to preventing us from being a runaway because obviously the more possessions you have, if there's a big talent discrepancy like there is going to be here, the more likely you are to cover a big number. So probably a little bit of a value here at the plus 16 a grade pick. And again, just to clarify for people, especially if you haven't been with us for a while, or it's just good to, re- to remind people the a grade picks doesn't mean uh, you know, that it can't lose big or it can't win big. It, it, it just means that uh, we're expecting on average for this to be a good value pick, but we never know when we're going to get an outlier game. So weird things can happen. So uh, this isn't a, you know, if Butler wins by 30, this is not a like, oh, this is a terrible pick necessarily. What we're saying is on average, we think that you don't know what one game is going to happen, but we think there's a much greater than 52.4% chance that this covers. And that's why we like it. You're grabbing all those points with Eastern Michigan. Eight o'clock Eastern Bradley at UAB. We, we aren't 
get to the games that we have a ton of people have their favorite schools on. Maybe we're starting to get there a little bit more so here with maybe a little bit with Butler, you know, UAB or whatever. I always get interested. In, I don't want to like insult anybody's team here, right? I don't hate anyone's team, <laughs> but when you're picking a game, you have to pick against somebody, right? No, if it's UAB, you don't think they're probably going to be quite as good as they were last year. We've got Bradley's the better team in this game, uh, but on the road kind of makes it pretty close to a coin toss. Let's grab those four and a half points, a grade pick. Another way to look at this is some plus odds in the money line would not be a bad look. We're kind of doing what we do in college football, which is if we think that the underdog is more likely to win than lose, we'll take the plus odds. If not, we'll take the points. I'm just coming up with rules because I, I need rules to go off of because otherwise I'll drive myself crazy. But whether it's points or money line, Bradley is the look here. Jake, tell us more. Yeah, like I know this isn't your big name schools and they're fighting against it. And there's no Jelly Walker this time around for UAB mm-hmm. to grab eyes. But I still think this one's worth watching because I think it's going to be up there for best games of the day. Uh, both these teams are very good, very well coached teams. Uh, look, Bradley went 25 and 10 last year. Um, they returned. Leons and Dean, I think that should lead them, plus a few transfers. Uh, UAB's got a lot more new guys in uh, that I'm not sure what Andy Kennedy's going to get them, have them ready to go yet. Um, they were a little bit leaky on defense, and Walker did a lot for him on offense, even when he wasn't scoring. He was such a threat. So I'm very interested to see what, what happens there. But I think and, and, and I think their pace. They played so fast last yeah. year with him, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if they're going to go – Quite that yeah. fast or not? I think I think it's a big question mark in my mind too. Yeah, they're they're very interesting teams. So I'm very excited to watch this to figure out what Andy Kennedy's going to do with this team. Um, but I, I just think this Bradley team is a very very solid team. Wardle is a great coach, up and coming kind of coach. I think Bradley's one of the teams I have my eye out on them this year because uh, I think they could jump up and surprise some people, especially if those transfer portal pieces hit and they get a little more offense than they had last year because defense they had it wrapped up they just struggled to score at times i think they did fix that so i think bradley taking bradley plus four and a half is a great play i'm gonna sprinkle some on the money line yeah it makes a lot of sense i I came up with a little quality of game metric i I have no idea how good it is really or how to test it it doesn't really matter i'm just kind of messing around and i've got this as the fifth best game of the 113 here so yes it is not quite the names of the schools but it should be a close game and some good quality basketball there's gonna be a bunch of close games between terrible schools you know i'm just you know texas state little rock probably a close game it's not going to be good basketball to watch right this will at least be better quality basketball it is a little jarring jake i don't know about you but personally seeing the like number 100 number 139 there on the screen and being like that's actually not bad uh because i'm kind of in the mode of college football where there's only 133 schools so you see 100 and it's like oh man you're bad right but Hunter's up not terrible here with 360 uh, i think 362 schools this year yeah. we, we added one loss two uh, yeah. which is weird to lose somebody, but here we are. Um, it's so again, as a reminder, also for viewers, if you're new with us or if you need a refresher, uh, hundred is average and higher for offense or defense means more points. Lower means less points. So Bradley's defense of 91 says that they're better than average. 
um, because lower means fewer points. 104 means better than average by a little bit because higher means more points. And overall, just higher is better. So um, that's what the left number is there. And then in parentheses, you have the rank of the of, of the team across all college basketball. And I've talked about it with Cousin Jerry with college football before, uh, you know, kind of doing also like a, a rank with only like the power five conferences or only whatever. Cause sometimes it kind of helps the context in college basketball though. You, you kind of don't necessarily need that. Cause you kind of just know, obviously right. 68 teams make the tournament, obviously not the top 68 to be an at large. You probably need to be a little bit higher than that because the, uh, the auto bids. Oh, right. So, yeah. So Bradley here, here at hundred though, there's a lot of teams that start off in this ballpark that could end up making a run for the conference title. Uh, and obviously getting in that way, or, you know, there's been a lot of teams like this that will start off like this and, and end up going 25 and five and end up with an at large sticking in as a 12 seat or something. Right. So that's not yeah. saying we're not saying Brent, we think Bradley doesn't necessarily, but like it wouldn't be crazy to start, start off at, at this spot and do it. Like you said, they definitely have the defense there and the model thinks the best unit on the court is going to be their defense. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this Missouri Valley conference that they play in is one of my favorite mid-major conferences to watch. It's just Tons of good basketball, so especially since they just added, I think last year, Murray State and Belmont. So going on with they've, Drake. Yeah, they've rated all the old OVC teams, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's it's a very, very good conference. The OVC used to be sneaky fun, and now it's just mm-hmm. like it's terrible. It's like it's like Conference USA in football, right? It used to be kind of sneaky yeah. fun, and now it's just, it's just sad. Uh, St. Thomas in California, one last game here, a late win, 9 p.m. Eastern for you on the free show. And again, if you want the other three games, uh, that we've got for you here uh, after the music. Make sure you're with us on Dub Club. That sign up link in the show description. It cost under $1 per day. St. Thomas was a lot of fun to back last. We backed them a ton. Last year, they were mostly good to us, pull off a lot of upsets. I mean, they're just a wild team because they have no defense. If you can see that on the screen, the worst shoot on the court will be their defense. It's not the worst in the country because there are teams worse than them that are just terrible. Like St. Thomas isn't that bad of a basketball team. Um, I mean, but they're not good on defense. <laughs> Play no defense whatsoever. Um, Pace-wise, if I remember correctly, uh, they play pretty fast. Uh, let's see. Look, oh, no, they're actually yeah. pretty slow, unfortunately. So pretty pretty slow. Uh, but, but you know, no defense that makes up for that, at least with regards to points. California, just nothing special about them. Just a ho-hum team. Obviously, RNA Power 5 Conference, but that doesn't really get you necessarily a ton in college basketball. Um, these two teams are pretty similar. Cal's the home team. Uh, you know, they should be favored by a little bit, but not by nearly as much as they are. St. Thomas was so good to us last year. We're going to see if they can continue to do that again here. We're going to take 10 points with them, a great pick. Uh, some of these Power 5 schools, you know, sometimes they struggle early on in the season. They get some wins, but they may not blow teams out. It's a lot of points here. Uh, just St. Thomas just to hang around. Their defense won't keep them in it, but their offense hopefully can. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I think 10 points is way too much here. I, I'm not a huge fan of Madsen. Uh, he's trying to build this California team up to the transfer portal, but I think he's taking chances on the wrong guys. I mean, Askew worked, but uh, if he's got to stay healthy, then Fardwaza. Yeah. That was what killed, killed him last year. He, he just couldn't seem to stay healthy. Yeah. And then you've got Fardwaza Meek that transferred back. I, I forget which California school he started at, then went to Texas Tech, never got to play there because he couldn't get couldn't get healthy. So he's taking a chance on him here. That's really their only big guy of value. They've got a freshman that's be stepping up when he's when he's not playing. But I just, I just don't think he's making the right choices there. I mean 
they had it's got to be historically bad start losing their first 12 games mm-hmm. last week. And I mean, that included a Butler team that was eh, Eastern Washington, that California scored 48 total points there. Texas State, I mean, we just mentioned how uh, they are. And that was a game they lost. And then just Southern, not Southern something, just Southern, just Southern. they lost too. I, I remember that last year too. We, we, we was joking, like, were they going to actually win a game? And we were like, they probably will because there's enough chances. Sure enough, they. They did get off the schneid there, but yeah, it was the fact that we were even questioning that at any point is bizarre. Like that shouldn't have ever been a question for for a, a, a Pac-12 school, given the, all, all the you know supposedly easy games that they're going to get. Yeah, it's it was just wild to watch, and I don't think we're going to see that again. I mean, that was once in all forever, and there's everything that went wrong went right. wrong. But St. Thomas isn't a terrible team. They just really don't like defense, but they mm-hmm. there's they play slow enough on offense and they shoot well enough that it kind of makes up for that. Um, so it's good with the pace. It's going to be very hard for California because I just don't think they're that good to pull away by enough to win this by double digits. I don't think anywhere California should be favored double digits on anybody. Um, I mean, St. Thomas brings back uh, most of their most of their team, inclu- including uh, Parker Borkland and Ben Now, who can shoot the lights out of it. Um, I just don't think Cal's got it to to outdo this team by double digits. All right, and that would do it for our free show. There's your recap of your three A grade picks. Taking three dogs here to start us off, and we got three more coming after uh, the little video clip here of just some helpful reminders. Uh, Jake, any parting words before we get a sixty second reprieve, and then we talk about three more games. No, I mean, Dub Club is worth it, especially here at the, the beginning of the year when it is impossible to figure out who these teams are. You need something to kind of give you the guide rails of what to play and what not to. Sideline's perfect for it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll preach this a lot, so you'll probably hear me say this a few times, but, I mean, that's the biggest thing is early on in the season, the values there, just following the analytics and the model, taking these A-grade picks. Uh, it's been so good to us at least in the last several years. No promises, no guarantees, no, don't know, but I like our chances that we're going to have a, a similar results here, and, and it really does help because there are a lot of games. Nobody knows a whole lot of anything. It's hard to watch them all, and so this is just a great time to just jump on the A-grade plays and uh, write them out, and uh, hopefully we can repeat what we've been repeating here the last several seasons early on and, and build up a profit, and then uh, then we get to do, start doing some homework when we get to December and January and trying to figure out exactly how we're, how we're zigging and zagging. But it should be a great start early on. Uh, again, hopefully you're with us on the other side of the music. If you're with us on Dub Club, you will be, so stick around. And if not, we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.